0: Get ready to grip it and rip it.
1: All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting.
0: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the
2: golf show. This is your top source for golf news and entertainment on on the radio. It's Tea to Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Putnam from the five star Broadmoor Resort here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Welcome and thank you for making what we do part of your weekend. On the big show today, well, the best players on the PGA Tour, at least 70 of them, will be in Colorado in early September at the Cherry Hills Country Club in Denver for the 2014 BMW Championship. That's the third of four events in the FedEx Cup playoffs at the end of the PGA Tour season. And from the Western Open, which is the organization that hosts the BMW Championship in Colorado this year, Vince Pellegrino will be joining us on the show today. We'll talk to Vince about uh, where they are in the run-up, the preparation for the 2014 BMW Championship at Cherry Hills, famed Cherry Hills Country Club in Denver. And in the wake of two successful U.S. Opens, the Men's Open followed back-to-back by the women's open at Pinehurst number two recently we're going to talk to Garrett Johnston he spent some time out there a little bit of time at the tail end of the men's open a little bit of time at the beginning of the women's open and we'll get his thoughts on the way things went at Pinehurst number 2 the course itself the field the winners Martin Keimer of Germany the men's champion and Michelle Wee, the women's champion that's all ahead today with Vince Pellegrino and Garrett Johnston on Tita It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up, I'm on the tee at 7, I'm here to try my luck, they say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot, though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots, oh lord, what am I gonna do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those
3: double bogey blues.
2: Got an iPhone or Android. Now you can hear Tita to Green on iHeartRadio. If you missed something from today's show or any show, find it at iHeartRadio Talk, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay and Jerry teeing it up with Vince Pellegrino as we continue worldwide on American Forces Radio and coast to coast on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network.
4: Looking for a new way to play fantasy sports? Join Scorestreak today. It's the easier, better fantasy site with no salary cap. Just pick three players in each of the three selected categories. The higher your goal is for the players, the more points you can win. Compete against your friends and others for real cash. This is totally legal and is based in the United States. Just register at scorestreak.com. Draft any athletes for your categories and go for a perfect score. No salary caps, no headaches, no problem. Go to scorestreak.com to learn more and
5: win big.
2: Jump in and cool off this summer on a whitewater rafting adventure with All Outdoors Whitewater Rafting. Despite the California drought, we have plenty of water for great rafting trips in 2014. Four rivers are running right now. The South Fork and Middle Fork of the American, the Tuolumne, and Cherry Creek, all within easy driving distance of the Bay Area and Sacramento. All Outdoors Rafting offers trips that range from beginner trips to the ultimate challenge of Class 5 whitewater and are great for families, groups, and singles. Trips last from one to three days. All Outdoors have been family-owned and operated since 1962. And their guides love what they do. Come see why rafting is the best way to experience the great outdoors this summer. Learn more and book your summer rafting trips at aorafting.com or call 824 Rafts. The show by golfers for golfers. You found it, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenhoff back with you, and another edition of Tita Green. The last show of the month of June, and we are halfway through the year, 2014. My oh my, where has time gone? Jerry is back with us, looking no worse for the wear after spending a little time. Over on uh, the western slope of Colorado last week at what is known as Country Jam. How was it?
4: Pretty good. Uh, not as blazing hot as normal. Pretty dry, though. Uh, some pretty good shows. Uh, made some... Uh Got lucky with the new neighbors in the campground and everything, so uh,
2: had got, a good time. As got always, got lucky. Now that's an interesting phrase. No, okay. Phrase. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes
4: when you're up as late as we are, making as much noise as we do, the neighbors tend to get a little okay. testy. But you know, okay. we haven't haven't had that issue f- right. uh, for a while here. That's so, a,
2: what, twenty-two in a row for you there?
4: Uh, twenty-two out of twenty-three actually. Out yeah. of twenty-three. Okay. So, All right. Lost a few of our regulars this year, but gained a couple more. So, well, oh, we go. missed
2: you last week, but good to have you yeah. back. Hey, we're getting excited here in Colorado because a PGA Tour event is getting closer and closer. The 2014 BMW Championship, which is the third event of the four events in the FedEx Cup playoffs at the tail end of the PGA Tour season, is going to be in Denver at Cherry Hills Country Club. and. Uh, Things are looking pretty good and the Rocky Mountain region's looking pretty good too. They've got more than 110 corporate hospitality supporters to sign in and sign on. Over 2,400 volunteers have signed on and fans have bought out not one but two of the ticket ticket categories forcing tournament organizers to offer a new ticket option tournament organizer is the western golf association and with us the senior vice president of tournaments for the western golf association vince pellegrino is our first guest on t to green this morning vince thanks for taking the time and joining us how are you and how are things in denver
7: oh i'm I'm doing great and thanks for having me on the show uh things in denver are going very well the uh we're excited to have the tournament at cherry hills this september and uh from the looks of the uh, corporate community and the ticket-buying community and the golf fans of Denver, they're excited, too. So it's uh, it's going to be a great
2: championship. Cherry Hills and big-time tournaments, no strangers to one another. There's been a number of, of U.S. Opens played there, PGA Championships, uh, U.S. Amateur Championships. Last big one was the 05 Women's Open played there. And there was a time when people thought that may be it as far as Cherry Hills and major championships go. But how did, how did or what happened that you that ended up with the BMW Championship coming there?
7: Well, you know, as you mentioned, Cherry Hills has got a great history of hosting major championships. Uh, you, you mentioned the uh, the Women's Open. Obviously, they had the uh, the U.S. Amateur there a couple of years ago. But but really dating back to you know the. Um, the U.S. Open in '38, they had it again in '60, which which is really, you know, kind of what the, what Sheri is known for, and Arnold Palmer winning that championship. But you know, obviously, they hosted the PGA Championship as well, a couple of them. So you know, it's a it's a um, a rich history of hosting major championship golf, and uh, you know, that's kind of the first thing we looked at when we uh, when we decided to come west to. Uh, to host the championship, the BMW championship out there. So, you know, their rich history, uh, the ability for the for uh, them to support the golf tournament, and it's certainly a, a golf-starved market. Um, obviously, they don't have a uh, tour event uh, year in and year out. And, and really, they're, they're a strong supporter of uh, the Western Golf Association and the Evans Scholars Foundation, which is the primary charity uh, for the BMW Championship, which you know essentially is a a scholarship, and um, so that's the the sole charity of the tournament. All the net proceeds from the event go towards the Evans Scholars Foundation. So, the combination of a lot of those things really brought us uh, brought us to Cherry Hills, and and you know I, I really think after seeing the uh, the U.S. Amateur um, a couple years ago, the, the, the golf course will be a great test for the uh, best players in the game.
4: Vince, uh, this tournament for our listeners uh, may know it. It's the old Western Open that was always played in the Chicago area, and and since it's become part of the FedEx uh, grouping here, uh, it's been in Chicago most of the time. It's been in St. Louis a couple of times. Now in Denver, is, is this uh, you know shifting this tournament around going to be part of the uh, the norm going forward here?
7: Yeah, I think rotating it in and out of the Chicago market to premier golf clubs. Uh, like Cherry Hills, like Crooked Stick. Uh, we went to Belle Reve, as you mentioned, in St. Louis. You know, that, that's that's what we're looking forward to doing in the future as well. So having Chicago as our home base, that's where the Western Golf Association has been uh, was founded. Like you said, the Western Open started in 1899. This tournament is the oldest tournament on the PGA Tour. And... Um, you know, it's it's. It, I think that's kind of what's going to happen in the future. Where Chicago is really important to Western Golf, and the Evan Scholars Foundation is very important to BMW. But taking the tournament to uh, premier facilities is uh, is also important to us, and really spreading the word of the Evans Scholars Foundation and and giving golf fans um, the opportunity to see the best seventy players in the world.
2: Vince Pellegrino from the Western Golf Association is with us. We're talking about 2014 BMW Championship, which is happening in early September at Cherry Hills Country Club in Denver. Vince, is this going to be a one-time thing for Cherry Hills, or might it get in, into, a, into a rotation or a semi-rotation for, for this event or some of the other FedEx Cup events?
7: Yeah, it could. It's a little early, you know. What? We obviously want to get through this year's championship and, and see how it goes. I mean, the the support the Denver market has, has shown has been tremendous, and certainly bodes well for a future event. We, we really haven't gotten to that point yet, but I would I would say it would be on the list, on the short list, uh, certainly in the future uh, in Denver in, in general. I mean, we you know the Western Golf Association has certain markets markets that are important for the Evan Scholars Foundation, as well as BMW, and this is certainly uh, certainly one of them.
2: Yeah. So the event is going to take place in early September. As I mentioned, it's the third of four. And the way it works is they start out with, with one, and then those who make the cut move on to the next one, and then who, those who make the next cut move on to the BMW. And from there, they go to Atlanta for the FedEx Cup uh, championship uh, tournament. So you, you, it's not a few, what I'm getting at is it's not a full-field event. How does that work? Explain that.
7: Yeah, sure. So the first event is in is in New York, and they have 125 players make that championship. The top 125 on the FedEx Cup points list; those who, uh, after that week, make it to the top 100, go to Boston and play in that tournament, and then after that, they'll come. For a position uh, in the tour finals in Atlanta uh, f- from Denver, so it's 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 a nice field size. It's like having championship golf over the weekend at a normal tour event, but but you have that on Thursday and Friday as well. So it's um it's it's,
1: it's the best of the
2: best. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. The flip side of that though is 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 somebody that you might really uh, want to see, or somebody that you're hoping uh, as a tournament organizer. Gets to Denver, they might not make it through those first uh, two tournaments. Are you referring to Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, initials T
2: W. Plug in whatever
4: big name you want there. Yeah.
7: <laughs> well, the good news is that he, he played this week. The bad news is he missed the cut, and he is, you know, he's outside of the uh, top seventy right now. But you know, it, obviously, he's back to playing golf, and the, there's 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 plenty of time left uh, for yeah. him and others who are outside the top seventy to make the championship. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it certainly that does happen where you're gonna you're gonna miss um, you may miss one or two of the guys that you would expect to see there, but year in and year out, the best of the best you'll you'll see him play. Now, obviously, this is a little bit different year, especially with with Tiger and, and the injuries and things like that. So it's it's not the norm, uh, but there's still plenty of time for him to uh, get inside that top seventy. The
2: cream does tend to rise to the top, and that's true on the PGA Tour in golf. As well, Vince has been kind enough. He's going to. He originally signed up for the first segment. We're going to keep him on for the next segment. And on the other side, Vince, after our break, we're going to come back and we'll talk about uh, your your new ticket options and and how overall ticket sales in general are going. So could you you'll, you'll be sticking around to join us on the other side, right?
7: Sounds good. I'll be here.
2: Fantastic, Vince Pellegrino, Senior Vice President of Tournaments for the Western golf association is our guest we're talking about the 2014 bmw championship coming to the cherry hills country club in denver september 1st through 7th and we'll continue on the other side with vince jan jerry from the broadmoor coming up we're going to talk to garrett johnston about the two u.s opens recently completed back-to-back at pinehurst number two and a whole lot more straight ahead Thanks for joining us today on T to Green.
9: There's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball. Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it and
7: rip it.
0: <laughs> T to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
10: Hi, everybody. I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. Today I want to talk to you about hitting out of the rough, give you a few tips on how to have a little more success. First of all, you want to choose a club that's going to advance the ball. You don't necessarily need the club that's necessary to get the ball to the green, just something that you're going to advance, say an 8-iron, 7-iron. Also, grip the club with a little more grip tension because the club face will likely shut when it gets caught up in the long grass. Because it shuts, you're going to aim to the right just a little bit. Keep that in mind because normally shots out of the long grass will have a tendency to go left that face tends to snap shut.
2: That's all for today. Good luck. For more tips from Mark, check out the website, tdgreenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's Tee to Green, once again, from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Butenhoff, Big weekend for the Broadmoor. The 92nd running of the Pikes Peak Hill Climb. Pikes Peak Auto Hill Climb. The second oldest auto race in America behind the Indy 500 is taking place uh, right now as we speak. Today, yes. The Broadmoor uh, in the first year is a major sponsor.
4: Racing to the clouds, as they call it. A little different look. Uh, They paved the entire highway up to the top now a few years ago. So... You know, for all those years, it used to be a dirt road now it 's a paved, and it 's a you know different different type of race really for those a little guys. faster yeah to
7: get
2: up there yeah uh, later uh, we 'll be talking to Garrett Johnston later in the hour from garrett 's Johnston golf Productions, and we continue with Vince Pellegrino Vince is the senior vice president for tournaments at the Western Golf Association, which is the group behind the 2014 BMW championship which is going to be played September 1st through 7th at Cherry Hills Country Club in Denver the BMW championship is the third of four events in the FedEx Cup playoffs uh, running up to the FedEx Cup championship it's the second to the last one before the championship that takes place in Atlanta and Vince the let's talk about the format a little bit is it is it Pretty similar to what you see on most PGA Tour events. You have a couple of practice days, maybe throw a pro am in there, and then the competition actually starts on Thursday of, uh, of tournament week.
7: Yeah, that's right. So, you know, essentially, our, our the the gates will open on Tuesday, September second of tournament week. Uh, they'll be actually be finishing up in Boston on that Monday. So, a lot of the players will fly out uh, to Denver on you know, Monday nights, Tuesday morning. And, you know, Tuesday is a really good time to, uh, to come out Tuesday and Wednesday to watch the players, um, the, you get to see him up close. They're signing autographs while they're out there. They're just practicing, it. and a lot of guys will have to play a practice round on Tuesday, and, and 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 they're required to play on Wednesday in the pro am. Uh, but maybe they're going to want to play in those two days because they've never seen this golf course before. And you know, some of the younger guys who played in the in the USAM, somebody like a Jordan Spieth has played it before. But I'm sure that he's going to want a little tune up um, on Cherry Hills prior to uh, the tournament starting on Thursday. But essentially, Thursday and Friday, uh, you know, early, early, um, late morning tea times, 11, 11 o'clock on Thursday, Friday. So it gives people the, time to maybe get in the office in the morning and then come out, come out to the tournament, you know, around 11 o'clock, um, on Thursday, Friday. And then, you know, Saturday, Sunday, it's, um, nine o'clock in the morning on both of those days so again you know pretty convenient times for people to get to the championship and see a lot of golf on on those two days but as i mentioned there's no cut so you'll see all 70 of the best players in the world uh, competing each day
2: yeah with 70 players that, that's the reason for the later tee times which makes it kind of nice for the fans like you said uh, a little more of a relaxing day and they don't have to get out to the golf course at the crack of dawn
7: well, you know, I think that'll help with with traffic. You know, let the the morning rush hour die down a little bit, and then actually Thursday, Friday, we end a little bit later as well, uh, around six o'clock. So that's good. You know, that you know, hopefully let some of the evening traffic die down a little bit too before you uh, you head out of the uh, tournament. So I think it's really convenient times, and I think uh, I think that'll uh, work to uh, to our advantage to to, to see big crowds uh, all four days.
4: Vince, obviously uh, any. Tournament like this, uh, volunteers, uh, you know, can make or break uh, the enjoyment for the fans and everything. The, does the fact that the days are shorter and the field is smaller does that affect the number of volunteers that you need to put on this type of event as opposed to a regular tour event or a U.S. Open or something like that?
7: Well, you know, I, I will say, first off, you know, you, you, you know you're you right about the volunteers. They're the most important part of, of this championship. I mean, it's the lifeblood of the tournament. With, with all, all the the hours and the manpower that they put in, we wouldn't be able to raise the, the kind of money that we do for the Evan Scholar Foundation, for the charity, as we do. So they're, they're very important. Um, you know, I, I think it, it's probably a little less than maybe a, a major championship, but we still have 2,400 volunteers for the championship, and, and there are going to be long days for them because they need to get there, you know, prior to um, the gates opening, and, you know, it, it may call for a little bit uh, a shorter day, but we're still splitting up into a couple of shifts for the volunteers. So, you know, 2,400 volunteers is, is a pretty significant amount of, 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 uh, uh, of volunteers for a championship, and I, I would say it's probably on the higher end of most PGA Tour events.
2: We're talking about the 2014 BMW Championship in Denver, September 1st through 7th, with Vince Pellegrino. Ticket sales, Vince, they're, they're going well. In fact, stronger than, than you might have expected. There are no more any-day tournament round tickets available. Upgraded weekly tickets are gone. The new ticket option is called the Wadley Club Ticket. Tell us about that. What's the name Wadley have to do with it?
7: Well you know, so Wadley is the name of the trophy. So the, the the Wadley Cup is presented to the champion after the tournament and and um, Mr. Wadley, you know, donated the trophy back in the early 20s to the uh, to the Western Golf Association. He was a one of our Western Golf Association ambassadors uh from Arkansas, donated the championship trophy. Uh we named this uh we we named several things after after the Wadley Cup uh, in previous years but we we felt we needed to introduce a new hospitality um, option that the general spectator could buy. You know, we, and 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 I and I do want to let everybody know there's there are tickets still available. You can you can choose date specific tickets if you want to come out on any of the days. Those are all still available any day, you know, Thursday through Sunday, and even practice round tickets that start at twenty five dollars. So. Tickets are available. We just we have sold out a specific any day tournament round tickets, which really allow you the flexibility to come any day, and then some of our upgraded weekly options, which essentially is a pavilion that you can get into on the ninth green with upgraded food and beverage service. Well, this is a little bit different. This is for somebody who wants to spend a little bit more money to get into a private hospitality venue, essentially a skybox, if you will, on the fifteenth hole. And have food and drink complimentary and included in the price, so uh, wow. you can you can have a nice place to watch golf, uh, have food and beverage included, and you know kind of a place to hang your hat, if you will.
2: Yeah, the the food and drinks complimentary differ. That's different from a lot of the other luxury op- options at at some of the other tournaments and some of the major championships too. Yeah,
7: and. and maybe those are, you know, the, the other kind of option where you can get into a venue, but you got to purchase your food and beverage right. uh, separately. Is, is 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 what we're really selling out of, and we we felt like we needed a different option for those people who you know, may have one or two clients that they want to entertain, or maybe they want to, you know, uh, bring a family member and just have everything included and not have to open up their wallet the entire day. You know, because from the moment you're, you arrive, complimentary, you know, parking is is complimentary. And I guess, you know, if you're going to purchase the Wadley Cup ticket, you, you, you can, you know, come to the championship and uh, go right to your venue and start to eat and drink and have a great time that way. So, but, I mean, it, it fills a, a niche for us in that, you know, it's 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 uh, it's not a larger hospitality package, but it's more than just buying, you know, regular Browns ticket. So it is going very well, and we've got limited quantities. So if, uh, if the audience is interested in something like that, I would recommend taking advantage of that uh, as soon as possible.
4: Vince, uh, you're probably learning that the Denver uh, market and the Colorado market in general, they're great golf fans. Uh, I mean, when the Women's Open was here at the Broadmoor the first time, they've set records. The old international event was uh, certainly well attended. And and you've got to be pleased with the way things are going, especially with the fact that uh, there's a pretty decent football team in Denver, and that's opening weekend of the NFL.
7: Yeah, there there isn't. You know, we we we've been conscious of that the uh, entire time. It looks like you know the the the, the, uh, Broncos and and golf fans of of Denver are going to you know have their cake and eat it too because the Broncos are going to play on Sunday night after the tournament's over. So I think it works out really well. It's a, it's a home game. It's Sunday night football. So you can come out to the tournament and then still be able to go to the game later on or get home and, and watch it on television. So, yeah, you know, the we knew the the, the sports fan of Denver and the state of Colorado is, is, you know, really excited for big special events like the BMW Championship. And that was one of the reasons that we wanted to limit our ticket sales. Uh, we knew that tickets were going to sell and sell at a uh, um, a frenetic pace, so we decided that we were going to limit attendance to the championship and limit ticket sales to about twenty-seven thousand people per day.
2: All right, Vince Pellegrino. The website, by the way, tickets can be purchased online: bmwchampionshipusa.com. bmwchampionshipusa.com from the Western Golf Association and the two thousand fourteen BMW Championship. Vince Pellegrino. Vince, thanks for joining us today. Garrett Johnston
9: is next on T Green.
3: Tonight on History, it's an all-new season of
9: Mountain Man. There's an element of danger every time you walk out the door. That's the way it is. It's a dangerous way of making a living. So many different things could kill you. There's no room for mistakes. Look out! I'm nervous about having my girls out in the bush with me.
2: To
1: be a mountain man, live in the mountains, it's always been my life.
3: This is who I am. You just have to live your life. Watch a new episode of Mountain Man tonight at 9, 8 central on History. Made every day.
11: 800
6: Just
12: tap it in, just tap it in, give it a little tappy, tap, tap, tap tap-a-roo.
0: Time to work on your short game. Tea to green helps you get it up and down. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award.
10: Hi, I'm Mark Kelville, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club, and today I want to talk to you about short game shots from just off the green In a couple of tips on how you might have a little more success. One is, is you've got to pick out a club that you think you're good at. If you're a good putter and you're just off the green and there's nothing between you and the green, choose the putter. It's always a good option. Secondly... If you are just off the green, you've got to decipher what's between you and your target. If there's a mound there, obviously that takes a low-lofted club out of the picture. So make sure you take that into consideration. And thirdly is is you've got to determine the ball flight necessary to get your ball to the target. If you're hitting to a pin that's some distance away, you're going to need a lower-lofted club to have it get rolling a little faster and go a little further distance-wise.
2: For more on play around the green, getting up and down, Check out the website, T2GreenRadio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. Destination listening for dedicated golfers, T2Green, the golf show, happens every week from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, here on the Sports Byline, USA Radio Network, Scott Cuddy at the Master Controls, Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenhoff here I want to remind you that registration for the 6th Annual Howard W. Massini, CPA Mile High Shootout is underway in both the Open and Senior Divisions this year's shootout coming up August 22nd through 24th at the Park Hill Golf Course in Denver with competition in the Amateur, Senior, and Open Division Championships. There'll be a Pro-Am event on August 23rd. That'll take place at the Ridge at Castle Pines North. In that event, every foursome has a professional long driver in the group. It's the last long drive tour event before the World Championships in September. Both uh, open both champions are both defending champions back to defend this year, the open champ Trent Scruggs and the senior champ James East. Go to milehighshootout.com for more details, milehighshootout.com for more details. We'll be there once again with Tita to Green. Uh, we'll be on the road in a couple of weeks back at Keystone. See our buddy Steve Cornelier at the Ranch Course this time. That is July 13th, and we're still putting together another road trip back to King's Deer, set for a week after that, July 20th. So still a lot of things going on, busy summertime, early fall uh, here in the Colorado area for golf and for Tita to Green as well.
4: That's right. Nothing beats a road trip. <laughs> I don't care what you do in life. Any day spent away from home is a good day. I couldn't agree with you more. Most of the time.
2: And we do have fun on our Tita Green road trips. Looking forward to those. Guy that's been on the road, he's back home for a rare uh, rare uh, visit. Garrett Johnston from Garrett Johnston Productions is with us right now here on Tita Green. He just got off the road he spent some time at Pinehurst for both the men's and women's U.S. Opens, and we're going to talk about that today. Garrett, how you doing? Welcome back.
1: I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
2: How much time did you spend at Pinehurst?
1: <laughs> I was out there for a good three and a half days. I was out for the end of the men's tournament uh, Saturday, Sunday, and then just over for the transition to the women's uh, Stay through Monday. So if you're going to pick three days to go to uh, back-to-back U.S. Opens, I think those are the best three uh, to pick.
2: How did you, how did you feel the experiment went as far as having the Opens at one place and having them, having them on back-to-back weekends?
1: Yeah, well, I think that the USGA gave the women an opportunity to play pretty much a similar course uh, at least that Monday. For the practice rounds, um, they didn't really water the fairways at all, so they were still running at the same speeds. And you know, they were, there was the moment I remember seeing. Matt Kuchar hit a drive on 18 on Sunday late in the day. It kicked up dust on, on both of his first bounces uh, right in the middle of the fairway. Same thing happened with Lydia Ko the next day, uh, pretty much on the same on the same hole um it just showed you how fast those fairways were running, how dry they were uh now later on in the week yes they did add water to them and um you know by you know by the week end and by the tournament play for the women by Thursday they were playing a little bit different but still i thought it was cool that the USGA gave them an opportunity to play pretty much the same course obviously it's shorter for the women but nonetheless uh very similar conditions from men's Sunday final to the women's Monday as they practiced out there.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of discussion and a lot of talk about the course itself, Pioneers Number 2, with the redesign by Ben Crenshaw and Bill Coeur, and the fact that it didn't, on TV anyway, it didn't look as pretty, and I use that word in quotations, as a major championship golf course as we've come to expect them looking. But uh, that was all by design. How did the course look in person versus the way it looked on TV?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that, that's a good point. In person, it was very, very, uh, a very dry golf course. I mean, uh, especially, you know, w- w- with me getting there late, late in the week, Saturday, Sunday, seeing it for the first time, for, uh, the men's championship side, Um the greens, when you were real up close on the greens and sanding on the greens, they were actually there were really no dead spots on the greens. You know, think back to ten years ago, Shinnecock Hills. In uh, those conditions, where the greens were just lightning fast, and and there were so many complaints in two thousand four there in New York. Not so much the case here, even though much of the course was dry, like I said, the fairways were dry, a lot of dust there, um, a lot of dust in the chipping areas, uh, dryness there, but the greens themselves really held up and they, you know, the USGA did a great job of, of making sure there was consistency and, and, and you know, obviously, a good color to them as well. So, um, to answer your question, you, you know, the greens look good, but yes, the drier parts of the course, the fairways, They were as dry in person
2: as they looked on TV, no
4: doubt. Yeah. But I think that's something that we're going to get used to. You know, we've talked to a lot of uh, superintendents around the country and stuff, and, and, and the way that golf courses are going to go, whether it's tournament golf or public golf, you know, Fast and firm is is the way the golf game is, is turning into, and this certainly looked a lot like your basic British Open course as far as coloring and everything, but very similar to that. Um, Garrett, uh, there was a lot of talk about, um, and, and on TV we noticed, uh, a lot of the women showed up on set, uh, or those that could, uh, showed up for the weekend to watch a little bit. Uh, how many did you happen to run into, or did you see a lot of that?
1: <laughs> that was... That really was one of the great highlights, uh, guys, of, of the weekend and of, of my time there. It was really, basically, on that Sunday, Jordan Spieth was warming up on the putting green, Ricky Fowler warming up trying to win his first major, of course, Martin Keimer, Henrik Stenson, some of the top players in the men's game, and here you have Lexi Thompson and Michelle Wee and, and uh Natalie Golbus on the same driving range, pretty much on the same putting greens, uh getting ready. And and having nice exchanges as well. <laughs> I mean Hendrik Stenson at one point I asked him after his round I said, What was that like? I mean, what was that element like? Uh being on the same practice range? And he said, You know what? It was very refreshing. It was uh nice to see some better-looking people on the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs> uh, you know, that's exactly.
4: Yeah. It's, it's, it's Who's going to argue uh, with that?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it, it was good to see that. Michelle, we, of course, was inside the ropes. She followed the final group with Lexi Thompson and Sandra Gow, and a couple other players there down the stretch. And she was just having a blast. I mean, um, it, and I actually had a chance to talk to her on that Monday the day after, and she just, she said it was so great to be there and see Martin. You know, make, make those touchdowns down the stretch. Just kind of get that good karma uh, from from just watching that. Um, but yeah, that element was was something else. I mean, Jordan Spieth. You know, had he had some good exchanges with some of the players there. I talked to Lexi Thompson afterwards, and she said it was fun just kind of walking by the guys, giving them the nod, and saying, "Hey, good to see you." And uh, that that element was so unique. It just. Uh, to see really the transition happening right before our eyes
2: some of the ladies also used caddies that some of the guys had used and you followed Lydia Ko and her caddy around for a while didn't you
1: I did yeah that Monday uh, Fluff Callen uh, as we know Jim Furyk cell so trusty caddy uh, was there on the back for for Lydia and of course that whole week um as they played in the women's, U.S. Women's Open, as she competed there, and that was that was really a lot of fun. I had a chance to walk all 18 with those uh, with Lydia's group and uh, Fluff. <laughs> I'll tell you guys, when you talk to both of them after their round, the difference in interviews between talking to young Lydia, co, seventeen years old, excited, going for her first major, very polite, very fun. And then he talked to Fluff, who's, who's great in his own way, but you know, a lot of different answers you're going to hear from a 17-year-old versus a 66-year-old. And, uh, you know, Fluff's been through some battles over the years, guys, as you know. Um, but it was great, though. I mean, they had, they were out there and on Monday, and he was really just setting her up, making sure her, her line, alignment, was good, going off those tee boxes, and um, they seemed to have a great exchange. It was very loose, and uh, they ended up tying for 15th, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, once the tournament was done. But, you know, what a unique experience, though. I mean, talk about a player being able to use a caddy who's been through so many, so many uh, major championship you know, opportunities, and of course, winning with Tiger there, in 97 at the Masters, and, of course, winning a U.S. Open with Furyk in 03 at olympia field so so she was very happy to have his knowledge and and she thought you know she, as she told me somebody she could rely on uh, down the stretch at a, at a tough national championship that was uh there the u.s women's open
2: did a lot of the fans who came for the men's stay for the women or was there a lot of turnover in the fans between the two events
1: you know, I didn't get a real good chance to talk to a lot of the fans on Monday. Um, you know, obviously, the first round of the practice for the women wasn't, you know, obviously it was much smaller than it was the day before with the final round for the men. Um, what I did notice, though, so in terms of reporting, that we had quite a few reporters carry over, a lot of Golf Channel writers and uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, you know, Golf World, Golf Digest. So we still have quite a good, good uh, number of the reporters still over there. But I'll tell you though, just being out there on that Monday and um, really getting a chance to walk the course and and, and just get as you as you'd mentioned, um, Ben Crenshaw and, and Mr. Koer, cool, their redesign. Just just seeing the beauty that is Pinehurst yeah. and really hey. really soaking that in. I mean, just the the challenge of the course. the the visual intimidation with something else
2: what's next for you where are you headed next
1: you know next would be um, I've got a a U-turn that's coming up I'm here in Northern California so uh, Tahoe is always a good destination in the summer so we've got the Edgewood Tahoe Celebrity Event which is next month and a couple weeks later Reno Tahoe Open and then the PGA Championship over there in Kentucky so there's some good golf coming up this summer guys
2: Garrett Johnston, Garrett's been fun catching up with you again. Uh, glad you enjoyed Pinehurst, and we'll talk to you soon. Garrett Johnston, okay. with us today on T to Green. Jerry's standing by. He's going to take us on tour right after this.
8: from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem.
5: Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800 957 6063. 800 957 6063.
2: The fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. Key to green. And we're not done yet. Busy weekend in golf. Jerry's here to take us on tour.
4: You know, Jay, the Americans have having trouble beating Germany here lately. Uh, Martin, <laughs> Martin Keimer a couple weeks ago, yeah. the soccer team the other day. Yeah. Senior Players Championship at Fox Chapel in Pittsburgh. Bernard Longer is leading that one. <laughs> He's uh, 15 under, three ahead of Kenny Perry, four ahead of Russ Cochran, Joe Durant, and Bill Glasson. But uh, Longer says he's worried about Kenny Perry, so he thinks he needs to go low again today. I still got to shoot on the par tomorrow. As I said, you know, somebody shot seven under today, I think, right? So if anybody that is 10 under, 11 under shoots, that kind
5: of score, I got to go on the par. I I need to go on the par anyways because I feel Kenny Perry is going to go on the par.
4: Still 18 holes to play. It's a lot of golf. That one should be a real fun one to watch uh, this afternoon. The uh, regular tour is at uh, what is now the Quicken Loans National, congressional, that's the uh, Tigers tournament. He failed to make the cut if you missed that. Uh, he shot seven over. Patrick Reed's your leader at minus six through three rounds, two better than uh, Freddie Jakobson, Mark Leishman, and Sung, you'll know. And then there's a six-pack of players at minus three, including Justin Rose. He's there every week, isn't he, yes. right now? He's uh, about as consistent as anyone on the men's side right now. The women are at Pinnacle in Rogers, Arkansas, for the Walmart Northwest Arkansas event. Michelle Wee not having much of a letdown after last week, is she? <laughs> Paris pair 66s has her leading again this week. She's at minus 10. That's two better than Sojan Yu. Three ahead of Chela Choi, Suzanne Pedersen, and uh, Le- Lena Hansen of Denmark. Uh, not everyone finished yesterday, so Hansen has five sh- polls to play this morning and then they'll finish up
2: all the partying michelle did after winning the women's open hasn't
4: affected her hasn't trying to pull off the u.s open arkansas double the nb park pulled off last year although it was in the other order
2: that's true our thanks to vince pellegrino 2014 bmw championships for joining us today that website by the way for tickets to be purchased online BMWChampionshipUSA.com, BMWChampionshipUSA.com, and again, thanks to Garrett Johnston, our buddy, for dropping by and sharing some of his thoughts and memories of the two U.S. Opens at Pinehurst Number Two. Hope you enjoyed that. That's going to do it. Till next
11: time, hit them long, hit them straight.